0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Banished Zone, a show about flesh and blood with Bryn. And with Chris. And today, I think we ought to get right into it. Let's dish. The truth is, is that I've been doing podcasting for five years now or something, Mm. four years now. Something like that, yeah. And uh, every time, I think, well, we better vamp at the beginning in -hmm. case we don't have enough time. And it's always that always means we go half an hour over. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. this is not the right <laughs> move. Like it it's means we have too much to say. Mm-hmm. So we might as well get right into it uh, because a lot of stuff happened since the last episode. Yeah, yeah, some big stuff. We're recording this the day after the calling. Uh, that um, is correct. Yeah, we did was... talk about the bands already. Hmm. Um. But we have we now have all of this. Um. We now have. We now know how the meta reacted to that data mm-hmm. and, or not data, that action.
1: Sure. Yeah. We have and, the data uh, about the action.
0: Yeah. And we also have um, the reaction to that
1: reaction. A lot of reaction. Um, and we have some new cards too. Let's not forget that. Before
0: we get to that, yes, let's get to the new cards. Yes.
1: Jamie, pull those up.
0: <laughs> um
1: By at, Jamie, I mean Brynn. You do. You do. Well, I have a cat in my lap. I can't pull them up. Perhaps I will bring them up. Okay. But you can also just look them up. Yeah. Um, well, I just imagine them so I could see them.
0: Oh, right. We should look at them. So hole. I can know what they do. Um, Yeah. So there was a lot of stuff that happened at the calling in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, But we are, for me personally, I'm just very, very excited for Outsiders.
1: <laughs> outsiders um, is looking good. It's going to be crazy it's how be Outsiders
0: cool. will come out in less than a, in like less than two months. Yeah, and, um, it's the end of basically March. everyone will stop complaining, and there'll be no more, mm-hmm. no more problems with the game. Right,
1: meta will be perfectly balanced. Everyone will be happy with well, S tier Azalea.
0: Okay, but it'll be it'll be perfectly balanced, but it will also be balanced in a way that everyone likes mm-hmm. and it's aggro viable people, people Ice is viable it'll somehow be everything is viable mm-hmm. but also people aren't annoyed by that you
1: can play kano you can play dorinthia you can play azalea you can play katsu everything, everyone everyone's s tier
0: everyone's favorite hero is except oldham.
1: oldham becomes so they ban all his cards he has to play naked with uh <laughs> you know when people play chaff goblin and they're like the goblin has a stick that deals one damage oldham only gets that weapon he
0: only gets a stick he doesn't even get a
1: hammer or anything yeah just a stick okay yeah that's Everyone's cool. going to haze Oldham because they're sick of him bullying. Well,
0: I don't know if people will be happy about that who play at Oldham now. Yeah. But I th- everyone will agree, mm-hmm. even the people who are feeling bad, that it's their <laughs> time to feel bad. Yeah. So that's how I feel about outsiders. Um, so I'm excited to get some reveals, mm-hmm. uh, which I it's a lot more than I thought we'd get. Yeah, um, I kind of thought
1: maybe like one card or something, but several cards.
0: We got several cards and we also and tokens Mm -hmm. and we're really getting like a full package sort of understanding of what the diseases are Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so the first uh the first one that came out or that was posted was called death touch um along and this was from um this was not leaked but it was
1: it's part of the Pro Tour Baltimore uh, package. Correct. If you, if you sign up for it, you get this card and then the three tokens it can make as promos. And you can
0: see behind the the promotional image the the tokens, mm-hmm. uh, but just very slightly. Um, oh yeah! And I, people were like,
1: "Are those the tokens?" I forgot and that then, earlier in the day we were like, "What are we? What are they going to do?" We don't know what the tokens do, and then pretty quickly after that they were spoiled. I think it was Minmax Games. Got I think the Minmax spoilers.
0: in the Realm had a bunch of. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of the cards somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, somehow. I assume they were given to them by LSS. And, uh,
1: Maybe they were stolen in a heist in the dead of night. We don't really <laughs> have a way to know.
0: Yeah, like Breaking Bad when they roll out the mm-hmm. p- whatever chemical. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Or they tr- they don't roll it out, right? They carry it. Yeah. Um, exactly. So this rec- this card like is dead. called Death Touch, or Death Touch, not, not apostrophe S. Um, we didn't turn on the purple.
1: Oh, yeah. You want me to? Yeah. Well. I, I oh uh, no, he can't. Uh, there's a cat on my lap. I can't get <laughs> up. <laughs>
0: we're 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 supposed to be in the banish zone, but we keep forgetting to turn on the I'm nice sorry. lamp.
1: Colette, say hello. <laughs> um. He, I,
0: don't he, know, he, I don't know if that came He through. has a cat on his lap. Yeah. Um. Death touch can't be played from hand, is what it says. It's a one for six. Mm-hmm. Um. It has a cool uh. Sort of more evil, more badass-looking um, plague doctor on it. mm Hmm who may be the same guy from back alley.
1: What is that called? Back alley break line. I that's, think it's pointed out it. by Yuki on Twitter. looks pretty similar. looks like a similar kind of dude. And he, he had like it's a name kind of in the flavor text, which is like those people have also like, I think anyone who has a name of any kind, it's like they have a whole document about like their backstory and what they connect to and like future cards and stuff. That's right.
0: Yeah. Um, it says when this hits a hero, create a frailty inertia or blood rot pox token under their control
1: yeah and I don't know if we mentioned it's an assassin slash ranger action yes attack action
0: so it's not an arrow mm-hmm. but it can't be played from hand so it functions like an arrow it, it feels
1: like an arrow yeah it has arrow energy
0: arrow energy yeah Um, and one for six is crazy one for six is good there's, there's only a couple other one for sixes in the game there's growling yeah and there's a uh, a uh, What's the other one boneyard marauder? Mhm. Uh Levia has two at least. Um That's all I can think of. No, there's a couple uh Savage Swing, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, the Savage one that Feast. you have to discard a card as an additional cost. So it's like oh, right. it's yeah. a one for six, but it's like kind of a two for six or like whatever you value that card at. Uh, yeah,
0: and and you know, to be fair, this can't be played from hand, so you have to have mm-hmm. either put it in the arsenal or loaded it, and that's usually one. So it's kind sure. of a two for six. Yeah, yeah. But
1: and also it loses, you know, like the arrows are at best one for five, and those can be loaded with a bow, so it's like you can play them the turn you draw them more easily. But even so, getting another point of damage on a one cost is pretty insane. Like the fact that it makes it a popper is, is pretty wild. It's a popper. It, it can pop now. So yeah.
0: yeah, everyone's afraid of old Dromi, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not really. No, she's um, good. She's pretty good, but she's, she's not the fine, best. She's fine, but um, so and then we got the rest of them spoiled. The rest of the wait, let's just talk about the the, f- the diseases. Oh yeah. Um. So we then we immediately got. I'm not seeing the good pictures of them, but we immediately got the blood rot pox spoiled. Uh huh. Um, a nice cold foil blood rot pox. Oh yeah. Um, beautiful. And that one is at the beginning of your end phase. Destroy Bloodrot Pox, and it deals ten damage or <laughs> two damage to you, unless you pay three. Um, three is a
1: lot. Yeah, and two is a lot. That's, two uh, is
0: a lot. Um, you know, that's a whole. That's two Kadachis. That yeah, hit. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it,
1: if if you take damage from Blood Rot, then it makes Death Touch a one for eight potentially. Yes. Because it's six and then two.
0: Um, uh, along with Blood Rot, uh, there are two other cards. And I think there's almost all of them. Every token got these two other cards. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Spoiled as well. Um, one is called Spike with mm-hmm. the, the disease. In this case, Spike with blood Blood Rot. And it's a one... It's a one-cost attack reaction mm-hmm. that says target attack action card with stealth gains plus three. Mm-hmm. And when this hits, create a Blood rot Pox token under their control. Yeah. Um, and then there's also another card um, called Infect that says – it's a zero for three that says stealth when this hits a hero, create a Blood rot Pox token under their control. So you can play the Infect for free. Mm-hmm. And then if they block it, you can, for one, hit them again or react with the spike with blood rot. And then if it hits, so it, then it becomes a one for six,
1: uh-huh. two cards, two cards, yeah, it becomes six power and it will give two, two blood, blood rot, blood rot. Pox And then they oh, have, and to also, th- also importantly, these are just assassin, the attacks and the attack reactions aren't assassin ranger. Mm-hmm. So you have to be Arachne or Uzuri to use these. So That's you get right. some access to the... To the, to the diseases but it seems more easy if you're assassin. Well. Or we don't Just know yet.
0: these two cards. Sure. We get you get these, these cards. two cards are assassin. We don't know who else is doing Sure, Blood, rot, I guess we don't know way. what
1: Riptide will have on his arrow. It's probably something crazy. We
0: got no idea. And we still um, don't know
1: what Stealth does, because this is like a special one that doesn't explain the keyword. Right. Like those old <laughs> uh, boost cards that don't say what boost does. And they look lovely. They do look good. They
0: clearly are trying to keep Stealth a little bit hidden right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, another fun thing about these cards is that they all have the Blood Rot Pox logo, or at least I assume that's a Blood, <sighs> Blood Rot Pox logo. Oh, I didn't think logo. of that.
1: Yeah, you're probably right, that um, that's like an icon of it in the codexes maybe. That, that little symbol right. on the on the card text right. box. Because that's cool.
0: Because within the text box, there's a shadowy, you know, uh, transparent um, or opaque um, logo on the blood rot Pox token. It's this logo, so I assume that's yeah. blood rot logo. Yeah. So when you see that, just know this is gonna do that shit to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then on the frailty token. It's a little different. I feel like my big problem with this is that they look real similar. The symbols? Um, the symbols.
1: Are you sure those are different? Yeah, I don't... Uh, I
0: am sure they're different.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, they look a little different, but pretty similar.
0: Oh, well, am I sure they're different? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was pretty sure they were different, but now that I'm looking at it...
1: Is it like the Aesir language or whatever? The Runechant language?
0: Uh, maybe they are all they're- the same.
1: Yeah, it's hard to tell with the text around them like what's going on.
0: Uh it's unclear. Yeah. I think maybe they're the same actually. So now that now that I'm saying it out loud, I I assumed they were per disease mm-hmm. but maybe they just mean they have a disease effect, maybe, maybe it's they're a just disease logo. Assassin we don't we don't symbol? know yet. <laughs> uh, and now that now that I'm saying it it's entirely yeah. a conjecture.
1: Yeah. It's funny. If the, if this was a magic set, I would assume that symbol was like the set symbol.
0: Did but they do that that way?
1: uh just like every set had a symbol and it was usually trying to like tie into like the set theme in some way or other
0: no i know but not behind the text all big like that right? no
1: no but just like a, a little icon like that would be perfect as so like the a only time symbol.
0: we've ever seen uh lss to do this with flesh and blood is the defense reaction mm. symbol in um
1: the dory versus Reinhardt. The dory versus Reinhardt. yeah Reinhardt. I, I was thinking of that too how they added that are there sync pillows in that deck that have that It'd be I don't funny think if below, maybe no, not. No. Yeah, it'd be funny if those became really collectible, like a sync below with a defense react symbol.
0: Yeah, well, um, probably not.
1: Oh yeah. So then, what does inertia do?
0: So I think that I think that the reason I think they're related to this does status effect is mm-hmm. because of the defense reaction logo. Okay. Is that it has something to do with like this has some sort of status
1: effect? Yeah.
0: As well, just so you don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we'll move to frailty because it's next in this list. Oh,
1: frailty. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump the list.
0: It's okay. Um, Frailty says your attack action cards played from arsenal and weapon attacks have negative one.
1: Oh, right. Okay. So this one is like. At the beginning of your end phase, destroy frailty. Kadachis and uh, arrows kind of are weakened. It seems sort of specifically targeted to rangers but also just like i guess in general in the set because we have an, an assassin card that can only well, be played weapon,
0: from you know like any weapon sure so if any you weapon give it to a uh, that's true Dorinthia. spider's bite mm-hmm. spider's bite spider's bite do zero yeah um yeah it could can have. do zero um i feel like if weapon. i was playing a
1: guardian i'd rather give them blood rot pox than inertia against ninja maybe just inertia to save me more life and more on hits and stuff Ye-
0: so are you talking about frailty when you said inertia I'm right there. I'm talking about frailty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe, but I mean, you can stack frailty tokens. We don't know how much we're oh, talking yeah, about. yeah, It's true. not just one.
1: Yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm, I'm thinking about it if you can give one. But yeah, we have you the attack reactions. You can feasibly give
0: it like, like frostbites. Yeah, and stack them up. And like you your be like, uh, all of your arrows do five less now. Yeah, yeah, that's very punishing. Uh, or a guardian, your, like
1: your hammer does three less. Four less. Four whatever. less, whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, Carinthia. So I, you know, we don't know how easy it's going to be to give these tokens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we can start looking at and thinking about what Brian Gottlieb meant when he said "crown of seeds" <laughs> <laughs> should maybe stay around, yes. considering what's going to happen in outsiders
1: yeah that was one of the things that he said in his, the bandit suspended article right was that based on internal testing as well as cards releasing in outsiders we believe crown of seeds should remain legal at this time i, I mean we I, know it says i, it's I have a
0: photograph of me. are you saying that like word for word i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i read said it a couple it like- <laughs> times uh, i mean he did post it a bunch he in response to people complaining about the bands and the meta about
1: how olden was too good yeah yeah um, we'll get there yeah but i mean we know it is as easy as playing com well do we know their commons they're uh
0: not all of them are commons. We some of them their commons. are some of them are rares um, they have the rarity on them because uh so death touch doesn't death touch is a green promo yeah um people are theorizing
1: it's a majestic because it seems like i think cl- it's probably a majestic it'd be pretty crazy to have it in a cycle like a one for four that's blue uh <laughs> yeah. it, it does only block two but yeah that's what i think infect and the spike okay infect is a common and spike is a rare yeah so okay. they're
0: pullable easily easy this is standard stuff sure Infect probably comes in a cycle mm-hmm. um, yes and Almost it, certainly. that means it's three two, three, two one. one
1: yeah Okay, interesting. So, this tells me, like, in a draft, you're very likely to be attacked with an infect. It's less likely if they have the spike, but it's only a rare, so it's not that unlikely. It's not impossible. It's it's very possible. Yeah. Um,
0: um, and then we got... Then when frailty... Frailty's versions are called spike with frailty and wither instead of infect... Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm off the camera here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what these. Uh, but it says these photos are. <laughs> there's people who are posting much better photos of them, but but the ones I have pulled up. Yeah. Um, wither instead of infect, and it says you know it's a zero for three. It's the exact same thing. It's just if it hits, it creates a frailty token, mm-hmm. and then it has an attack, re- an assassin attack reaction. Uh, that's a one for, one for the reaction, mm-hmm. and it says. Plus three. Target attack gains plus three, and when this hits, create a frailty token. Yeah. Uh, so same thing, um, and then inertia has exactly the same thing, except inertia does at the beginning of your end phase, destroy inertia, then put all cards from your hand and arsenal on the bottom of your deck. Yeah. Now, what's weird about this one is, I guess theoretically, it stacks because you've got another, you've got another <laughs> set of things that are common oh, and yeah. a rare that says. Uh, when this hits a hero, you know, is this is a zero for three and then that one's called sedate and then there's spike with inertia. Yeah. The thing is, is if you create two inertia tokens, what's the point?
1: That's true. Yeah. It doesn't be- benefit you to create two. Uh, Are yeah. you sure? Unless it stacks over time. Or. But you destroy both. So I don't think it would stack over time.
0: My only, my own, so this is the only thing that would make me think it's not going to be that hard to take a little potion or wash yourself or otherwise kill the tokens. Oh, interesting. Because if you're wanting to stack them, even inertia, which only has one effect, which Mm -hmm. is an insanely powerful effect.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think probably... Like, this is
0: a command-and-conquer effect.
1: At first glance, inertia is, like, the best one. Well, it's like a a future command-and-conquer because it doesn't mess up their arsenal now, but if they keep anything in there or in their hand, then it messes it up. And this is a set where, like, we already have a card that wants to be played out of the arsenal, like wants to be stored in arsenal and played next turn or loaded in, we have Ranger which wants to have stuff in Arsenal. Well that's what I mean. If you're yeah. a ranger, it's a big deal. It's a huge like, deal, yeah. It's a
0: huge deal to like you know, even if you even if you do play everything out of your arsenal, mm-hmm. if you wanted to keep uh an arsenal
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you wanted to arsenal at the end of your turn, too bad. Yeah. That's a big that's a big problem. Also ar- if you want to Yeah,
1: or if you just want to arsenal at D React, which is like a great place to put d and... Right. Yeah, sure. something I was going to say about all these, like, the fact that we have these very potent on-hits and then that we have these attack reactions, like, kind of tells me that we're looking at a set... I mean, even if we didn't have Riptide, who is, like, specifically a trap ranger...
0: A trapped base ranger.
1: It's, uh it feels like a D react kind of set because it's like, if you're going to get on hits and react, it
0: seems like a lot of reactions in general and
1: whatever stealth is, which has to be some kind of evasion. I assume that will make it harder for things to hit. Like you might definitely want, you know, maybe stealth means you can't block from hand with certain cards, uh, can't block with something that has too much power. Mm-hmm. Um, you would want a defense reaction in arsenal for that kind of situation.
0: I feel like stealth doesn't
1: mean that it would be pretty the way crazy. they're using it. If it just was uh, like if it was like Benji like can't be blocked by a card from I hand. I think it
0: was an interesting idea. Uh, I don't know. I believe we've talked about it on the show mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Um, I hadn't
1: actually thought about how this applies to my theory. Yeah. It does throw a little cold water the on it. The because- theory
0: was that stealth is functionally Benji's ability that anything below 2 mm-hmm. can't be blocked mm-hmm. um f- by a card from hand. Yeah. Um which I think was an interesting idea, but considering that this cycle that's a zero for three has mm-hmm. it on there and gives an inertia on hit, mm-hmm. seems a little powerful. It would be
1: well, because <laughs> we have um, Leave No Witnesses is like a zero for four that has an on hit, and the other, like that one destroys an arsenal and is zero for four and blocks three. So it's, it's majestic like majestic, though. Leave no, yeah, true. And uh, even then, it's like I doubt they would be like classifying unblockability as being worth one point of damage. That seems a little, uh, overpowered. So yeah, I think it's going to be a lot more conditional in terms of the evasion or how hard it is to block or there's just cards in the set. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that it's that good, but there's going to be something. I mean, like we have these on hits and these attack reacts, so we're probably going to have some similar, like something similar to death touch. That's assassin ninja. And has like a different kind of on hit. That's more ninja themed. And, uh, yeah. So Ben Benji might really like those cards to like guarantee they hit.
0: I wonder what a Ranger Ninja would be like. Yeah. Cuz they can't all be Ranger Assassin Assassin Ninja. Mhm. Because then it would be too many assassin
1: cards. You need Ranger Ninja too, yeah.
0: You need Ranger Ninja. But what the fuck is that? Is there going to be little like pew, 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 pew arrows? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that cost nothing?
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Cheap arrows. Uh another guess could be oh, attack what reactions.
0: Z- what if it's a zero cost arrow that says this arrow reduces the cost of your bow by one
1: Mm. if you load this arrow it reduces the cost to load yeah that could be so then
0: you can just like keep shooting like little one pings but
1: can they be they probably can't be arrows if they're for ninja though because like the ranger assassin one isn't an arrow it just can't be played from hand so
0: uh
1: unless it's like you can load uh, this if you control a (laughs) kadachi or something but my guess is just like Similarly themed cards. W- what was the Codex combo? The one we saw? Codex of Frailty? Codex of Frailty. Yeah, but what was the class combo? Do you remember? Assassin Ranger. It's Assassin Ranger. It sure yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that card synergizes really well with uh Death Touch. Play the Codex and then put a Death Touch from your graveyard into your arsenal and then go. What does again? it do again? Um I think Codex of Frailty is. Let me see if I can remember this. Let's see, I'm gonna look it up. Okay, I'm closing my eyes. Uh <laughs> each hero uh Puts a card from their graveyard face up in their arsenal. Each down. Face down? Okay, sorry. Fuck. I'm going to quit the podcast. Uh, <laughs> each hero that does discards a card, uh, create a ponder token under your control and a frailty token under each opponent's control. How can control? you do this? I read the card. It's I don't like remember.
0: It's like literally what, what it says. <laughs> I don't know. I remember. I can't do this. Uh,
1: well, okay. Yeah. And, and we know what frailty tokens do now, which is that they reduce your weapon attacks and cards from arsenal yeah oh man so this puts attacks in their graveyard or in their arsenal and then reduces the power of them on their next turn so it makes them like discard a card to load a card into their arsenal if they want to um oh and it's not may it's puts so you have to do if it. they have an attack in their graveyard and an empty arsenal slot then they have to do that and discard a card so you're basically like bring back an attack you already played lose a card that give that attack minus one. Mm-hmm. And then also I get to play out of arsenal, empty my hand and then still ponder and maybe arsenal. The now card if I you see.
0: have an inertia token and a ponder token, what happens? You get, you get uh, your, <laughs> you get a, to draw a card before that happens. Right. Or after.
1: Uh, oh, that's actually, yeah, that's a good question because um yeah, but before this was like seek and destroy, seek and destroy is a similar effect, right? Where it's like at the beginning of your end phase, you, destroy your arsenal that's that's what inertia does as well right it, you just it discards your hand and destroys your arsenal yeah okay uh yeah so if you have a ponder and an inertia you can choose to order them where first you destroy everything and then you draw a card and then can choose to ar- arsenal it mm-hmm. that's very interesting yeah
0: so so yeah you can ponder you can you can de- destroy everything and mm-hmm. then you draw your ponder and then you can choose and then to you can still it. arsenal yeah if you want,
1: because they both happen at the beginning of the end phase. So you can choose which one happens. Yeah.
0: In. So ponder is going to be really important.
1: Ponder is, is nice to get around in Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, but from what we've seen so far, uh, it feels like a very grindy set, like a set that's all about getting your on hits to, to stick a set. That's about like, I don't know. The closest thing it reminds me of from what we've seen of the, the ranger card or the, uh, assassin cards is Dorinthia almost where it's like the warrior cards all block for three and they're pretty much, as a rule, each card pumps by three at most. And then you're trying to get an on-hit through with the Dawnblade, where it's like every value, like all those attacks that are a zero for three that blocks three and then has stealth and an on-hit. They're incredibly fair unless you manage to connect and then get the effect of attacking with Dawnblade again or getting a counter or whatever. So, you know, in Welcome to Wraith, we had several different defense reactions we had class defense reactions for every class right yeah yeah every class has their own d react and then there's also sink below and unmovable brute
0: only has one
1: i guess they only have an m don't they <laughs> and
0: it's a majestic uh,
1: yeah i suppose that's a little on theme brute isn't as, as uh, uh,
0: uh is boneyard or bonehead
1: oh yeah that's an instant Oh, and it's right, a yeah. super rare but that they have that too yeah that's true but uh yeah then warrior gets steel blade shunt uh ninja gets flick flack and guardian, guardian gets
0: like four different ones yeah right? they get uh response. Staunch response
1: do they have more in, in welcome to wraith
0: uh i, I guess movable is generic it, it, it feels like a guardian one for sure it feels, like sure. It guardian. feels super one. guardian
1: um but yeah that's what i'm getting remind i'm getting it getting vibes of welcome to wraith
0: i've been saying this for a while though that i really wanted them to have more reaction steps grindy yeah like play. i want them like i want to be able to get like fucked by an assassin being like well i don't and i have the attack reaction and just be like okay well i have the defense reaction mm-hmm. and, and then, then them another, being able to like, and then I have another one that, i have the like, secret shuriken
1: or whatever like yeah. i want that to be able to happen to be For able to like, sure.
0: stop and it like to be f- fun that way where you both yeah. plan to be like interacting a lot in the defense reaction step because that's it's funny because it's such a unique experience mm-hmm. to this game. Yeah. And it feels so infrequent where you get to have cool like, oh, but you've activated my trap card <laughs> feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: or or the feeling that it's too late, which is like a really fun feeling when you're fighting a Dorinthia or like Kasai or something is you you decided to block or not block. And then they're reacting. And now you're looking at cards in your hand and like realizing choices you could have made differently. But right. you're in the reaction like step, shit. so now you're not allowed to do it. You can only react. You can't you can't defend anymore because it's too quick. It is very cool, and it's like if you're not playing against a like guardian or warrior, it's uh, kind of unlikely that they'll come up. Like you know, a lot of decks sideboard them in for certain matchups, and you know, a lot of like you can expect pummels from guardians
0: to the point that like people don't even at high level tournaments. Um, don't seem to really have any habit of being like, okay, move to reactions. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, they do, but like, yeah. people will sort of just play this sink. Below it's pretty shortcut against,
1: yeah. against it's other, like, they're like block. And then do you have any reactions? Sync Unless
0: like, it's a, unless it's a warrior or a, re- or a guardian, like you're saying, Yeah, yeah. like
1: Dorinthia, it's like the whole turn is happening in that little zone that in some matchups is completely skipped over, but Dorinthia is,
0: cool. is the only warrior gets played in CC. Mm hmm. Sorry, Bolton heads, but generally... Oh, yeah.
1: Bolton, Bolton, people play Bolton some, but he's also not very attack-reaction heavy. There's really only a couple that you use. You're more about charging and comboing and stuff.
0: Right. So it's like there isn't really that much kind of going on except for Oldham. yeah and
1: uh and then yeah ranger only has rain razors and art of war so instant. it's like it's an instant yes those are both they're both <laughs> they're yeah yeah so it's like well roger Bodie came in with a little well actually and told us they function like attack it reactions. doesn't matter
0: they still are instant.
1: they're still they're still not reactions and yeah they
0: don't have to you can play them anytime you can
1: play them whenever yeah um yeah so those like add a little bit of the spice but it'd be it'd be cool to not just have to rely on like lightning press and rain razors but to just have some like good old fashioned attack reactions and then you send it endless arrow and they have to be like do i respect the the pump and maybe it actually blocks 3 too like it'd be wonderful to put some cards that block 3. Try to imagine what a, a defense deck.
0: reaction arrow would be.
1: Mm, a trap arrow? A Trero. Yeah. We're going to we're going to find out what like uh, Rip like Pad's what if there about. was
0: a card that you could attack with unless you wanted to block with it? And it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's how, that's the sort of the problem with, with arrows and D reacts. Yeah. Is that like, you're making a choice to run something that can only be one thing. Mm -hmm. But if you got traps, everything is hurting you. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe this is what I'm saying. I think, I think Riptide is going to be a control hero Mm -hmm. and he's not really going to hurt you on his turn.
1: Like he'd, he'll just be dealing, he'll be like a like steel blade shunt in Dory, but worse. Yes. Like dealing more. That is a really interesting idea because like he's
0: gonna be all like, "Oh, you want to hit me with your like spider bite? Okay, you're gonna fall in this huge pit, or like mm-hmm. you're gonna get hooked or whatever." Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and then I like that idea. You're gonna, it'll, it everything will be like a reckless swing. Yeah. And you'll have to have defense reactions to not get hit to your actions.
1: Yeah. That is, uh, oh, maybe, yeah, you're saying if they're also arrows, it's like you can play defense reacts to stop the damage. Oh, oh, or, something. I mean, like,
0: they're, they're traps, right? They're, you know, traps that you can shoot or uh-huh. not. Okay. Right? Like, you can, they're like nets. Oh, yeah. And then know? if
1: someone, maybe if someone gets webbed or entangled but or whatever. You can play
0: them as defense reactions.
1: Interesting. Yeah. That'd be very, very cool to see. Um, cause I was going to say, like, the, uh, one of the, the main strategies that Dorinthias have into, like, Oldham, into, like, Hard hard control like guardian matchups is just run like nine steel blade shunts and then you can block their hammer constantly with the steel blade shunt and then that's like pretty much unblockable damage. I guess they could prevent it with crown of seeds, but it's just like it's nine less damage you have to deal them during the matchup. So that could be really useful for ranger as well, where it's like ranger has a real problem just getting through the wall against guardians because ranger has a very limited amount of damage in the deck. The weapon is zero. They have pumps and they have arrows, and if they don't push damage over the top enough times and -hmm. survive the onslaught, they just run out of cards and die. So something that is like chipping damage back against a Guardian when they attack you would be really Mm -hmm. cool. I've also seen a lot of people talking about how it'd be cool if there's uh, more anti-fatigue tech for Ranger, just because it's a very fatigable class. Oh, I think
0: we're going to see some anti-fatigue tech.
1: I hope. For sure. I
0: mean, like I just described with Riptide, Uh I think he's going to be a lot of pitching to I don't know. Do weird shit. That's yeah. kind of recursive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then, do you think that Uz- Uzuri will be like a straight up mill deck?
1: Yeah, I don't really know. The the I've the only theory I've heard about what Uzuri might do is because her title is Uzuri's uh, Switchblade. Then maybe she can. Buy back or swap her weapons with silver, like Arachne's yeah, yeah, armor, yeah, yeah. and she can like switch from like different swords in the fight, or like use them and then break them and get them back or something. Mm. Um, what about young, young Arachne? What's no young Izuri? Oh, is she just Izuri? She's just Izuri, oh, and she okay. has the Mysteria border. I assume it's going to be the same text, but I also it's like weird that
0: it's a different border, though. It's very weird, and it's I don't know what to make weird. of it. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's like, is it how different is it going to be? Maybe she'll have some talent that lets her run ninja cards when she's young, or. Something, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think based on the fact that we've seen multiple stealth cards for Assassin and no contract, I think for limited, it will probably not be much of a contract focus. That might've been part of what made Arachne hard to fit into Arcane Rising is that like the contracts were just too clunky. I'm not even sure if Arachne was contract focused back then when they were testing them out because the hero changed a lot. But it just feels like trying to be like, I'm going to stack up some silver and then benefit from it in a limited environment is just kind of asking yeah, seems to die. Really hard. And also you don't have the legendaries, so what are you even buying back with the silver? So I think stealth and like different kind of on hits that are just annoying and damaging and taxing makes a lot more sense for a more simple, like stripped down gameplay format. Right.
0: Um
1: so I think it's all crazy. The diseases are really
0: nuts. I mean I I, I, I think if people I haven't really heard that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because people as usual, are underrating, (laughs) Um, you know, not to be on a high horse or anything, but I think lots of people have said and noticed that, like, for whatever reason, the way Flesh and Blood works is that, for some reason, the design of the cards look underpowered, Mm. Um, yeah, like there's very rarely a card that people look at and they're like, "Wow, that's too powerful." Right. Or and and sometimes you'll see people be like, "Oh, that's broken" or whatever. Sure. And honestly, sometimes that that reaction very rarely pans out. Mm-hmm. But I think the diseases are on the on the side of most people being like, "Okay, an effect." Yeah. But I think it's gonna be really annoying and yeah. like really, really powerful, way more than frostbites, more way more than yeah. rune chance. Especially
1: like, we've seen one that lets you choose all three. So it's like death touch no, 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 is just it's or Right. Not not I don't mean all three at once, one but like of three. choose from all three. And like whatever matchup you're in, whatever is worst for them, you can choose and give it to them. Um that's really potent. So it's just and like you could be Ranger. Yeah. You can be uh, um Assassin or Ranger. Yeah, this card that card looks pretty runnable in lexi because like there's reload effects or azalea because like people have pointed out take aim uh buffs a, a ranger attack by three and reloads so you can play that yeah. load death touch in and then play it for nine damage and if you have a tuna counter you could do i know it's fucked up. Yeah, it's good it's it can, it can be very powerful you can
0: dominate it too
1: uh i think azalea can only dominate arrows oh okay I think
0: I'm trying to learn Azalea this <laughs> week um,
1: most complicated hero text of all it's time so annoying this, um, this I think I'm much reading like I, I hadn't actually thought about that because I'm just I'm, I'm realizing how much text is on Azalea and Katsu and even Benji so like Riptide and Uzuri and young Arachne, you're gonna have just as much probably I it's, hope gonna, it's not. gonna be like an essay
0: I hope not I <laughs> hope it's very simple and clean and keywords
1: hey it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy
0: um, let's move on to the next you know what? Before we get to the ninja one, let's just quickly talk about. Oh,
1: yeah, the quiver.
0: The quiver of rustling leaves.
1: This is very exciting, I'd have to say. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't even know if the card is amazing, but the fact the that the card is pretty good. It's cool. It's yeah, cool. It's good. And, yeah, so we should say what it does. Okay, uh, so it's a. I got ahead of myself, I'm sorry.
0: No, it's all right. Um, this one first thing I noticed about the card is that its theming is really weird.
1: Yeah. Um, it it, it's it
0: does say outsiders at the bottom. Uh-huh. It's a majestic. Yeah. Um, but the art, which was spoiled because Mark Poole brought um. artist, artist proofs, proofs yeah. to his, uh to his booth at, mm-hmm. at uh, the SGG con. um, And they were in there on sale for 40 bucks. Yeah. Very cool. they will draw a little thing on the back. Yeah, yeah. Neato stuff. Support the artists, et, cetera, it, et cetera, Cool. The LSS gives these to them mm-hmm. really nice. But, it's also a brand new card, spoiled, spoiled card. Um, and what it is is a quiver. Um, and the first, parenthesized, italicized text yeah, on the, the card text. says a quiver can't be it can be equipped in a weapon s- zone in addition to a bow. So yeah. bows are all two-handed. So far, so yeah. you can have on your offhand. Even though it's not on your offhand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on your back. It's just there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in your quiver slot. Yeah. So you can run this in any ranger for
1: free, I guess. Like, you just, it's there. It's a slot in your 80 and that's it. Yeah. And yeah.
0: what it says is... Oh, right. And what it says is, instant for three, reveal the top card of your deck if it's an arrow, put it face up into your arsenal and destroy quiver of rustling leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, So... First of all, it's an instant and it says it does not say once per turn. Mm-hmm. You can do this as many times as you want, assuming you have enough arsenal slots. Yeah. So you could do this two times. Yeah. Um so it's it's functionally a one time a one turn turn uh ranger into Kano.
1: <laughs> I guess well, I'm I'm just like thinking about it now. It's it's revealed the top card. Yep. But if you pitch multiple times, aren't you just revealing the same card? What do you mean? No,
0: you, you pitch it you reveal the card okay it's an arrow you put it into your arsenal you do it
1: again I think it's gone by the time you because nah. look because it says uh put it into your arsenal and destroy quiver of rustling leaves and I don't think there's priority in between
0: you can put two on the stack
1: two effects oh like put them on the stack and then let one resolve and go pitch two times oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah you're right you're right
0: and then you draw and then you do it and then you draw and you do it because you can order the instance
1: yeah yeah put two instances on the stack so one resolves you you reveal it and then put it in and destroy and then the second one resolves and the quiver isn't there to destroy but it's not like a cost. It's not no, that you have to destroy you it. You just destroy it. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So you can you can do it multiple times. I think
0: you could feasibly do this four times. Y- you can dig if you want, yeah. If you had four arsenal slots, <laughs> which I'm not saying there's going to be, but yeah. we have no idea. My, I'm going to go ahead and say, whatever, whatever Riptide is running on his head mm-hmm. isn't going to be New Horizons. Yeah, I think that's That's pretty what likely. I think. I think that that is a fun double arsenal slot for lexi mm-hmm. and even azalea probably doesn't want that she wants her skull bone
1: you can make weird builds of azalea but i don't think the like standard type want two arsenal slots i think that i think
0: that riptide might have more than one arsenal slot anyway
1: mm. and that's why um, he has less health he just has a double slot I don't know. Maybe but it has we'll an extra see. slot and can be used for traps or something, like some kind of condition. That's of what like,
0: I'm thinking. I think he'll have like a special trap zone yeah. or two mm, that yeah. aren't for arrows.
1: Maybe, yeah. Um, or something. Yeah, who knows? It's it's hard to say. They haven't really done pretty much every warrior, like outside of, you know, really basic stuff like Braveforge bracers or scabskin leathers or something. It's like equipment doesn't often carry over. You know, it's like they put out like you yeah. said a ranger lexi got a new hat well ninjas ninja but even ninja it's like phi ended up working better with mask of pouncing links than momentum and yeah, it's that's like same with benji yeah with benji and like momentum is still very playable but i feel like the, the, I don't know, the ones from welcome to wraith are so simple and basic that it's like i think they could always run and it like makes sense because mm-hmm. it's I the first set saying. it's like mm-hmm. in 10 years you could run a warrior and you'll want brave forge bracers but new horizon is so specific you know like
0: um, uh, I think every room blade likes grasp.
1: Grasp is really good. Yeah, grasp is basically that's also arcane rising. It's like forge bracers for a room blade. Um, mm-hmm. Storms riders is really commonly I think run. every
0: every uh, room blade likes creepers too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think uh, room blade is just maybe a little overtuned.
1: a little a little uh, powerful. <laughs> yeah, um, um, but yeah, there's definitely examples where it's like people don't want to use the same weapons or equipment really like for different build. I don't know because we've all whenever they build like they do a new class. Or a new hero of an existing class, it's like wildly different to the old one. You know, it's like right. Fi had no combo lines, like like uh yeah, like Katsu did. Uh, Lexi and Azalea very different in how they how they deploy arrows and how they use the arsenal and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bolton compared to Dorinthia is completely different, like wants to do different stuff, different weapons, different game plan. Um yeah, they're
0: similar, but they and they s- sometimes will have like similar cards, but they for sure. they try to make them different heroes. There's like good um,
1: cards that will cross over and be playable in both, depending on builds, but especially Runeblade. Yeah, for Runeblade. <laughs> um, uh,
0: not so much Wizard.
1: Wizard, yeah, wi- like well, I, I mean, they
0: will both run the boots.
1: Yeah, but Icelander is like really different hero than Kano, just because of hero ability, and I think we're gonna see that with Riptide. Like, it's not gonna be Absolutely. too much crossover. But yeah, the thing I love about Quiver of Rustling Leaves is that this feels like maybe the first time there has been just a strict like power creep equipment for a class because even like you think this is too powerful no no i'm not even saying it in a bad way like i don't actually think quiver of rustling leaves itself is that powerful i think it's good but just the fact that they added a p- a type of equipment that is just free to run it's like even the closest we've had i yeah, think yeah yeah is with oldham where it was like what if his hammer is one-handed so he can run shield? And then <laughs> eventually they realized, wait, this has the power level of a two-handed weapon. Of and course. we just kind of arbitrarily made it one-handed so we could run shields. And they kind of realized their mistake and had to nerf. And even then, it meant that Oldham had to run Winter's Whale over a Nothos or Sledge because those were two-handed. So it still like technically had a downside. The downside was just like not super relevant but this one is just run a bow and then also run a quiver for free so like if there's a legendary quiver that has a more like across the game effect you know can be activated each turn i
0: hope there's three different quivers.
1: oh for each ranger for each ranger. oh that'd be awesome i don't know if i would expect that but uh it'd be cool i'm really hoping for some ranger like equipment like a nice ranger chess piece that they can all run that like has some block on it and just like ranger doesn't have to run tunic all the time
0: i want riptide to have a quiver that's just like a thing of hooks yeah like on a, on his hero it's full of hooks yeah <laughs> he's just
1: full of hooks but i mean like this is a big step to just like print a type of equipment no it's awesome it's like not it's like using a zone that it's
0: open it's a it's a zone there the zones yeah, there you don't have
1: yeah it's it's very interesting and uh yeah you know i've seen like i think like you were saying a lot of people are sort of underrating the new set and are sort of thinking like, are you noticing our cat?
0: Do you think you're gonna? <laughs> do you think we're gonna get a lot of comments that are like, p- p- put the camera down. I want to see the cat. Yeah,
1: maybe. You have anything to say for yourself, Colette?
0: <laughs> She's looking
1: herself. She has nothing to say. Um, um. Yeah, like like you said, I've seen comments from people being like, I think this. You know, like they've they've been saying that uh, Ranger and Ninja are two classes that have a lot of trouble into heroes like Oldham, and currently Oldham is one of the best decks even after the the nerfs when they ban stuff. So maybe like part of the idea was like, well, Dynasty didn't move the needle that much on the meta. Maybe they already think outsiders won't, so they're like nerfing prematurely to get the power level back down. But
0: uh I I've heard that take as well and I, and I don't think that's the case. I yeah. don't think that we're going to I I my feeling is
1: we have yet to see a a draft set that didn't have a very strong hero the best hero, or the best yeah the best hero. like
0: by far right like pretty much yeah you know i I,
1: I would say early on like monarch
0: jane prism tales briar completely broken had to be
1: broken in half the only
0: eroded hero Mm -hmm. um which i didn't know was monumental when i started playing um but big deal hopefully they never have to do that again yeah
1: yeah or ban a hero uh
0: and oldham yeah. Who's running away with it? But mm-hmm. was and Starvo right afterwards? Right, but that's not a draftable set, so sure, it doesn't sure. matter matter. But yeah, then, yeah. uh, you have Uprising. All three heroes extremely viable. Yeah. Two of them generally S tier. Have considered. been have
1: been S tier and like winning in the finals at nationals, top eighting yeah. worlds. Yeah. Uh,
0: and I don't think it's because of power creep exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just they designed the heroes to attack the meta, it seems. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> to a yeah, yeah, I never extent. thought of that. Um, it's not like, oh, they, they're they so much stronger than the last mm-hmm. people. Um, it's just that, it's just that they, they kind of change over from like aggro to control and aggro mm-hmm. to control. Um, and then specifically target certain heroes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how on purpose that is, but that's kind of seemed how it's worked. Yeah. Um,
1: You know, it's so crazy. I was just thinking about, like, all those heroes you named and that uh, out of all of them, Prism, I think, is the only one that never caught any ban or nerf or anything somehow. Like, I guess because it was only, like, certain matchups that she made unwinnable like it wasn't like everyone had a terrible prism matchup it was like oldham really did and icelander and kano did and then Agradex had more of a chance into her but it is crazy how like widely broken she's considered <laughs> like everyone is like prism is fucking broken i don't
0: think i don't think prism is broken i think prism i don't think she's and when i say broken i mean poorly designed okay right like let's be clear you know, I don't like when people say broken to mean good <laughs> yeah. because it feels a little insulting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it means like I think Briar was broken. Yeah. And I think the fact that Ellis has apologized and eroded her th- makes it a fact. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, in their design uh, language and ideals, mm-hmm. they fucked up and...
1: Drone, Duskblade. They, were, they had to apologize. Broken cards. They had to fix right? them by banning them. Yeah. So,
0: I think that's what I when I say broken, I mean that okay. I do not mean a card that is very good or a hero that is very good and do- sure. and is dominated
1: pushed I think is maybe the better term if they're not pushed breaking the game. you know yeah, yeah.
0: you know you can say they're too strong whatever when say broken I don't I personally don't mean that sure um so I don't think prism is broken mm-hmm. I think Spectra is yeah and also luminars to an extent the, I think the reason they couldn't ban anything. Was because you couldn't. Personally, I think they could have eroded what Spectra did and changed it in the game rules, and I'm really surprised they never have. That's true. I've, There's
1: certainly nothing intuitive about the card, about like no, the reminder it, text. it doesn't
0: say what you think it says. What mm-hmm. it doesn't. You would never read that and think it does what you what it really doesn't you need rule. to consult
1: a legal document to find out what it actually does and it's yeah. wrong This,
0: to me that's one of the worst decisions i think the rules team and NLSS has ever made yeah was they made it too wonky but i i also believe that if you made it so you could just like be kadachi uh katsu and just like pop all the auras in a row uh-huh. Uh might have just like ruined her hero completely. Yeah, so, I think that too. Yeah. So, so I kind of get it too. She already didn't have a great aggro <laughs> matchup. Um, I kind of get it I, both ways. Yeah. Um, But... It's tough, you know? I mean, it's tough to run a game like this. Yeah, it's um, also hard
1: because it's like over-tuned heroes often end up being really fun to play. It's like Briar yeah. is a blast to play. The Lightning Briar build that Tarek Patel used to it's run. It's a great time. It looks really fun. I'm sure Prism, like doing a bunch of nonsense and ruining your opponent's life <laughs> was a fun time.
0: All right, speaking of ninjas, let's get to the last spoiled card. Oh, yeah, we have um, another card. Bonds of Ancestry. mm mm-hmm. um, And it's a combo card. It's a
1: one, two, two li-
0: for four. Mm-hmm weird
1: not very good rate but very good rate read on
0: let's read this fucking dictionary of a card (laughs) if it says combo Mm -hmm. we all know who that's for if a card with gust wave in its name not doesn't say well mean gust wave. it says gust
1: wave yeah we're getting more gust waves. we're getting more
0: gusts uh with gust wave in its name was the last attack this combat chain this costs two less to play Mm -hmm. and as go again, okay. And when this attacks, when this attacks, you may banish a card with com- combo from your graveyard. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. If you do, search your deck for a card with the same name, mm-hmm. banish it, then shuffle. You may play it this combat chain. So I understand all of that. Okay. You play a whelming gust wave or mm-hmm. whatever the new gust wave is sure and you play this for free mm-hmm. with go again with go again yes and then you banish something from your grave graveyard yeah and then you banish the same card from your deck you tutor it to, out from your deck You tutor it and banish
1: it and that one you now can play uh,
0: this is my biggest question can you
1: only play that one yeah, because I believe so. Because what does it say? You may play it, this combat chain, meaning the if like do, the one you find.
0: If you do, search your deck for a card with the same name, banish it, then shuffle. You may play it, this combat chain.
1: I'm pretty sure that's the exact same wording as Katsu's Hero Ability and Mask of the Pouncing Links, both of which are basically like, they find you a card. It's like less powerful than going in your hand because you can't pitch it or... Arsenal it or block with it or whatever it just is banished and then you can attack with it that turn So I'm almost positive just the one that you tutored out of your deck the one from your graveyard is banished and not playable okay which that is th- that's like something a bit weird about the banish zone is that there's not really a way to like track like with kano it's like it's kind of the same it's like you can banish something and then play it this turn
0: but if you don't it stays there but you can't play it anymore yeah it's so you kind of annoying. you need
1: like two different banish zones like five can be the same way where you banish for art of war but then you also banish for pouncing links yeah chain but, two yeah it's uh yeah
0: the banish zone contains multitudes folks. Yeah. It's a complicated area. <laughs> a lot of stuff happens um, in there. A lot of, I would a lot love of a little chain mat that had two little zones right oh, next yeah. to each other.
1: Like a blood dead zone. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, um so yeah, so this card so it's kinda of, kinda of confusing. Olivia too. Oh Levia. yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. So
0: this card is a little confusing, but you play the gust wave, you play this for free. It's a zero for four. Mm-hmm. It lets you tutor for another card and then you can play that one.
1: Yeah, that seems really powerful. It sounds insane
0: and it's rare.
1: Yeah, it's a rare. It's uh, Yeah, because Katsu normally is discarding a zero cost to find a combo piece and get it on the combat chain. This one is just, if you've played it already or blocked with Go it. Go for it. Yeah. Go look for it. Anything you want. Anything you want, yeah. Anything
0: and you want. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, especially... I think Katsu's going to be fucking overtuned. Especially if... <laughs>
1: there are cards that are like a combo finisher to Bonds of Ancestry. Because people right now are just theorizing, they're like, you could do Pounding Gale, just because Pounding Gale is like a one for five, I believe. Oh,
0: come on, we're going to get insane
1: cards. I know, I know, probably. Like if there's a combo finisher that comes after Bonds of Ancestry and you've already seen it once, maybe you blocked with it or you discarded it for Katsu's. There's so many ways to get stuff in your graveyard in this game, especially in this set where there's like cards that make, like what if you play codex of frailty against a Katsu and he's like, Oh no, I have to discard my whatever <laughs> comes after bonds of ancestry. And then the next turn is just Gus wave bonds of ancestry. Sure. Find, find that card by banishing free card.
0: Yeah. What if you're playing an Icelander? It's crazy.
1: Like, uh-huh. I mean, like just from playing Fi, it was like the more I played the Phi deck, it was like certain cards, like uh, flame call awakening where all that does is search for a Phoenix flame. One of the worst cards in the game <laughs> on its face. Just a zero for, for one if you have another draconic sure. link. Yeah. Even just doing that, like putting a Phoenix Flame into your hand, felt really, really powerful. So the idea of getting like a full power attack out of your deck that you can play just for doing your game plan right. is really strong.
0: You could feasibly do this, do another Bonds of Ancestry. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that possible? Because you, you have one in your hand and then one in your graveyard and one in your deck, you could theoretically do that, right? Um, <laughs> oh, no, because then you wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, you y- could. Y- You need
1: the combo, right? Like the bond has to follow a gust wave card, so you can't follow it with another bond.
0: Bond has a combo.
1: I know, but it only is... The combo is only active if it's after a oh. gust wave in the combat. Oh, you're right. Because it's right, like the right. punch okay, and okay. the whatever. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, that could be even crazier.
0: Yeah, n- no, no recursiveness to this.
1: Yeah, but we're going to probably see some crazy like type combo. I mean cuz there is 100 wins is I think so far the only recursive one where it just gets plus 1 for each other 100 wins on the combat chain and it has right. combo. So that one is just like very efficient.
0: So I don't know. All of these cards seem really crazy to me. Um They're looking good. They're yeah. looking pretty good
1: i was seeing a lot of comments uh matt folks in the like the twitch chat for the calling indianapolis was okay. like he was saying like i think my chances of not playing a hero from outsiders at the pro tour is low are very slim right i i think it's possible this yeah. is what i'm
0: saying this is i i this is i've saw that take before mm-hmm. about like oh they're banning a uh, guardian or whatever because outsiders isn't gonna change anything <sighs> boy you better wait yeah, <laughs> you better calm down. Yeah, this is uh, just looking at some of these cards. It's really crazy. I I don't yeah, imagine I'd... we're not gonna get some. Probably, I just have a feeling the way Riptide is, he's gonna be his vibe. Maybe the most anno- annoying hero to play against
1: that ha- we've has... ever printed. And I haven't even seen his text. I mean, I've seen the number. What does he have? Thirty-eight health. Yeah. Oh yeah. He has a lower health. What other heroes have that? You have fucking Benji. You have Kano, you, you have, have Icelander, Icelander, you have KO. Insanely annoying. I mean, KO is only if they hit a six or whatever, but like those are all heroes that can do absurd things to you and you just have to sit there and be like, what is my deck supposed to do to combat this? I can't do anything. And yeah. I, th- I think that's like their concession is like, turn the health down just slightly because mm-hmm. you're going to be saying, what the fuck? You're, it's going to be hard to, to hit me? him
0: mm-hmm. and he's going to do a lot of damage to you. Yeah. So I, I am very excited to play him. Um, mm mm-hmm. And, and I mean, not even to say anything about Uzuri, who also has lower health. Um, I've just... the I assassin thought, no, uzuri has regular
1: health. Like, young Arachne has less health?
0: Young Arachne. I think
1: young Arachne has 19, and young uh, Riptide has 18. And then Benji has 17? Is that... Oh, yeah. 17, 18, 19? Is that how that goes? 17,
0: 18, and 19. Oh, I, th- I think that's how
1: it is, yeah, now that I think about it.
0: Um. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of cool stuff coming in Outsiders. Um. I'm very excited for this, and uh, let's get into the bands.
1: Um, the band, sorry, not the bands. Did you mean? Yes. Let's, let's get into the results. Of by the by, battle do I mean calling.
0: Of calling, yeah, yes. we're we, we're good at talking. Yeah, yeah, we can do it. We are very good at talking. Mm-hmm. This website I'm looking at doesn't have any of the outsiders heroes, so I can't even look at their health. Wow, fools.
1: Well, I'll be proven wrong or right in the comments.
0: <laughs> Tyler, hurry up. <laughs> um
1: uh this is not gonna work okay
0: <laughs> talk to talk about the tell me about uh what <laughs> happened oh yeah uh,
1: oh this is my you're, you're trying to google like when I, I at some point i was like why did i google flesh and blood spiders bite card and then i was like oh yeah if you google flesh and blood spider bite it's just like a gory picture of someone who's <laughs> like am i dying is my arm gonna fall off should i go to the doctor
0: yeah it's, it's too in my head
1: oh yeah here is the yeah so it's oh, riptide is 19 Okay, and thirty-eight, like I said. Okay,
0: yeah, Riptide is nineteen, thirty-eight. Young Arachne is nineteen. Solitary confinement is nineteen. So they're both nineteen. Azuri is both regular, and Benji is still seventeen. So that's it. Benji is young. I, I. 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 Yeah. I don't see there isn't very many other heroes in the game that have a lower health and are. That are not that annoying. So yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I think. I wonder if uh, if uh, if in retrospect they would have made o- Oldham less life. <laughs> That's a good question. Um,
1: I feel like it, they could have. It probably even would have would feel like it helped, but uh, right because yeah. it's
0: really hard to do damage to him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so the calling mm-hmm. the calling happened once again. Michael Hamilton wins it all. Um, Incredible performance. Mm-hmm. The ending game is so funny. That game is crazy. <laughs> it's so funny. He doesn't Even use Stormstriders he doesn't to win. He doesn't use Stormstriders. And he looks surprised that he wins. Uh-huh. Like there's a moment he does a huge 20 damage.
1: It's Ice Eternal it's for a like... 20
0: damage Ice Eternal.
1: Eight or something? Yeah, yeah.
0: He it's has five rune chance. Yes, or yes, rune chance.
1: He has five... X becomes five. He makes... He goes X five. And they have three... Uh, frost axes, right so that yeah and they that have three so it's a 20, 20
0: damage and it's fused obviously mm-hmm. so he does a, f- a 20 damage uh ice eternal turn and the guy dies yeah um charles dunn right right and it,
1: i think it, maybe he was surprised because <laughs> charles dunn <laughs> and
0: michael just goes what <laughs> yeah you can see on his face he didn't think that was going to be the end of the game yeah yeah uh, <laughs> uh
1: hello kitty she's looking at me <laughs> um, she wants to be on the pod so
0: it's really uh, an impressive game um, I think
1: maybe part of the thing that confused him is that Charles Dunn was playing a uh, a pretty heavy fatigue Oldham list. He was playing, like, the new hotness, which is gain a bunch of life, have a bunch of defensive cards, and also have Imperial Warhorn, which you get out and then use to destroy auras against Icelander or Dash. Then you have three Remembrance, and you cycle it back in, and you're just grinding the game out until you can break their stuff. Right. Not die to their combo, and then kill them with your Titan's Fist over and over. Right. So he... Which-
0: you know, my work except for someone like Nathan, um uh Nathan from the card guys. Oh yeah, Nathan
1: Crawford. He yeah, had an awesome game where he used uh rights of replenishment, just two of them, to fatigue out the fatigue Oldham. Right. And th- that and was kind of fun. Yeah, that was fun because he had talked about that a couple weeks ago before ProQuest cuz we like you sw- you played Briar last minute before a ProQuest and uh yeah. he had a video where he was just like, "Yeah, this is my anti Oldham tech. You know, it's like easier to play than evergreen because evergreen has to go in the arsenal so you need three cards kind of you have to keep a card to arsenal this one is just play it and fuse it and then you get the other one back on the bottom but i saw a lot of people being like i've never seen this card before or like what does this card do (laughs) yeah whatever uh it's a fun card.
0: i played it in the pro quest and it really helped except i didn't really know how to use it yeah Um,
1: i think in that oldham game you were just like a little too i
0: was shaking you
1: were you were too low in life to have it work i think was the problem because you had like one life and you needed to block too much to play it and fuse it or whatever right so it was it was close it it could have worked.
0: um. But, uh, so lots of fun gameplay. But what we saw was still a lot, a lot of Oldham and Icelander. The top eight was almost entirely Oldham yeah. and Icelander. Well, and
1: some people... Also, weirdly... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Uh, Anna Breyer. Uh, it wasn't even a lot of Icelander. There were 26 in the tournament out of five, almost 500 people. But half of them made day two. So out of 26, 13 made day two. And sure. then I think two made top eight or three or something. I forget. I think the top eight was, I think it was five Oldham, two Icelander and one Briar being a uh, Tarek Patel, but he lost in the first round to Icelander. So right. So yeah, a lo- similar to ProQuest where it's like not the most represented deck, either one, Oldham or Icelander, but then at the top tables as you know, the rounds go on, they become right. big
0: top eight conversion. Yeah, for sure. Um, So very interesting. And a lot of people were like, <laughs> I thought you were supposed to have banned them, (laughs) you (laughs) fucking idiots. I thought it was
1: illegal to make a frostbite now. What is this bullshit?
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, a lot of people had a a sort of weird reaction being like, this isn't what we wanted to see. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll be honest, I don't remember anybody calling for those bans before they did it.
1: I remember hypothermia. People were like, before that that was the one that I saw. And also, Crown of Seeds. I saw
0: literally not
1: one person say we
0: should ban Winter's Whale. No. Not a single person. Mm -hmm. And really, not anybody. People saying Crown of Seeds because Ultim was like a little powerful, but like Mm -hmm. people weren't saying like Ultim is too strong.
1: Yeah. So I think. Crown is one of the best cards in the game for sure.
0: Right. But I think five surprisingly we didn't see a hardly any of any of
1: yeah um, there was a decent amount it just like didn't make it to the top it uh, i think someone made it to the top 32 with five you know like they did decently well but it's just right oldham is a tough matchup and icelander i think became a tougher matchup without belittle
0: so i want to quick quickly read this whole thread because i think this is a great thread and i think it, it oh yeah b- brian gottlieb now being the sort of like american uh I don't know. He says designer commentator for Fab, but Uh he definitely is a spokesman it seems like I, yeah I sometimes it's, yeah I, I think it's fair to say he's behaving like a spokesman for the game and he's yeah working for them he designs the game partially so i,
1: I think he said on podcast he's been he's been like i have the cop-out of like being a contractor and not a full employee so sometimes i'm just speaking as myself and sometimes i'm speaking as lss uh, right but he's convenient but yeah it's convenient but uh, I, I i for I, sure like, i think uh, this on is twitter s- he speaks for the the devs and for like the for band. the game he speaks for the game yeah and i cool. think
0: And I think that, uh, I think this thread is a really good and respectful and, and really makes me feel confident in the game. Um, And I just wanted to read it real quick. It says, Brian says, in all seriousness, he made a joke about Mm banning Michael Hamilton from the game. uh, He says, in all seriousness, I'm sure a lot of people were shocked to see ice dominate again. But it was never our intention to destroy these decks. And I think they were both disrespected a bit by the field. Very curious to see what great players of New Zealand come with for the calling. And Yanji our friend and and mm-hmm. and uh, guy who plays at the card store sometimes my friend and,
1: and yours he was on the uh, the commentary uh the commentator's booth for a <laughs> right. couple games also at the, you at know the not, just,
0: not just someone i know but mm-hmm. a, a winner of of a blitz calling mm-hmm. commentator a great player yeah. um he says i'm not usually i'm usually not very critical of LSS development but i think this post misses the mark Anti, Brian says, how so? He says, anti-fatigue stuff also lose out on slots. Or, sorry, actually, it's a little bit hard to read because he doesn't thread it properly, but it says, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that the ice decks are still good. But this reads like, Icelander and Oldham are only dominating top eight because of disrespecting when there's a lot of other factors to deck preparation for large tournaments and people who brought anti-fatigue stuff also lose out on slots for aggro mirrors Or maybe they bring in stuff for Icelander and lose to fatigue. Um, And Brian says, uh, I agree with everything you said. Just limited characters is all. Some of my position is not... The sum of my position is not that this top eight was a consequence of failed prep. Just that with knowledge that these are still the decks to target, I expect there are additional moves to make in the coming weeks. And Yanji says, that's fair. I just think That it reads poorly when you're talking about players disrespecting these strats when I don't think that's the case at all. You basically eliminate a source of counterplay from aggro decks versus Icelander. And the hero is a bit overtuned on a value axis. Mm -hmm. And Brian says, I don't know, man. Tournament champ had Oldham in the D tier prior to this (laughs) event. Michael talked about this on, uh, on his podcast, Manor Podcast. Yeah.
1: Um, and roger are both like yeah oldham's d tier he's in arachne tier yeah and or i don't something. think
0: the michael was joking like he was like I'd,
1: i think their first reaction was like oldham's unplayable and then i think the next week they were like maybe we were unfair to oldham maybe he's actually not too bad
0: yeah says uh tournament champ had oldham in the d tier prior to this event i don't think it's completely unfair to say these heroes caught some disrespect i agree with you that this isn't the whole story and Yandi says there's briars that failed there's briars that failed packing stuff like rights, evergreen, red, etc. The issue isn't that the fatigue strategy is unbeatable. It's that the methods to do so also pigeonhole you into playing a deck. That's also going to be a heavy dog versus another highly consistent strategy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Brian says, I get what you're saying. The metagame needs better tools to combat these strategies. All I can do is just keep posting this blurb. And then he screenshots, uh, Given internal testing as well as cards releasing and outsiders, we believe Crown of Seeds should remain part of Classic Instructed at this time. <laughs> um, and Yanji says, yeah, just to be clear, I don't personally have a problem with the state of the game. Just didn't like how the tweet read as a player who was trying hard to prepare and it felt out of touch. I believe that the folks in the office are working towards making a good product. And Brian said, feedback taken. Appreciated. Definitely not my intention. to respect. Uh, you have my apologies too. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the thread. Um, yeah, A very... Very
1: impressive. Very, very uh, Brian very did a great
0: job. Yanji did, a, you know, standing up for players who, mm-hmm. you know, because I think Brian, I didn't take it that way, but mm-hmm. I definitely understand how it could have been taken that way, that it's like, well, we weren't disrespecting that, but you can only prepare for so many different things. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I
1: think Yanji played Briar, possibly, I don't remember, at this event. Um, But yeah, it is weird, because it's like, if you look at the overall numbers, it's like, for a lot of people's... Tournaments like the impression I think, especially if you watch day two, was like okay, the menace of this tournament is the fatigue Oldham. There's a fatigue Oldham that's undefeated, and then eventually you have many Oldhams in the top eight and Icelander. So it feels like an ice dominated tournament, and they did dominate in the end. Ice decks were all that all the top eight except for Briar. But in terms of like actually like who you sit down and play against for many rounds of the tournament, the odds are good that it would have been like Phi or Dromai. Or dash or there was even a few the odds weren't good for bolton but there were a few bolton <laughs> there were a lot of lexies i think i heard i saw someone say on twitter that there was like lexies at the top table for a little while like there was a lexi that was eight and no and i think just eventually the guardian matchup caught up to them and the lexies dropped off but there were all kinds of decks you could face and it's really hard to just like you could make a briar deck that's like this will beat oldham but then in a Briar Mirror, you need to have some edge in a Phi matchup against Dash. Sure. There's all kinds of situations that you need. I, I feel like the more I play CC, the more I, like, feel that tightness of an 80 of, like... You can imagine so many things you could do if you could have 100 cards in your deck and just, like, sideboard exactly how you wanted. You're not allowed. You can only have 80. Um, yeah, you know, there were seven Kano, so I'm sure some people, like, had to skimp on Arcane Barrier. Um,
0: yeah, it's hard to prepare for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what it makes me feel in general is that we are seeing the ice slowly move away, mm-hmm. slowly turning to rot. Okay. Right? <laughs> like yeah. like I think Brian is saying, like, we are weakening the heroes. Yeah. We're not saying they're going to go away forever, mm-hmm.
1: but when outsiders comes out we can't make them too weak. Oldham might need Crown of Seeds to survive the onslaught. Of, Honestly,
0: you know. I would be surprised. I I wouldn't be surprised if when outsiders come out, they unban some of this stuff
1: mm, okay. or, or unsuspend some of this stuff. Like for Icelander or Oldham. Yeah, be I I'm not me. sure.
0: Be- I mean, like, I think Winter's Whale is probably way too overtuned. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I think I could see it. I, yeah. I think he's literally telling us. Outsiders is powerful, and it's going to be too powerful if we don't have Oldham and, and Icelander in yeah, the mix. Yeah. That's what he's saying. He's mm-hmm. saying if we don't have Icelander and Oldham to, in the mix to keep the heroes of, of Outsiders in check, it would be bad. Yeah could
1: be an Azalea-dominated meta. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> how excited people would be if it's suddenly like Azalea is S tier?
0: She is going to be S tier. L- James White literally said it. <laughs> he said she's going to be I the business. I know he said the business. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> That's, that's just how they speak in, uh, <laughs> in New, new <laughs> that's Zealand. A new, that's 50-year-old loafer-wearing New Zealand for S sure. tier.
1: What, what if this is the same time? Because he did also say the, the cold foil potions would be useful. What if this is the set? I mean, I know we don't have Lena Bell as a playable hero. Right. But you did mention earlier your idea about, uh, like, being able to use potions or whatever items to cleanse off the diseases and stuff. So what if we just have some kind of, like, potion tech, potion interaction? I think we're going to have something. Like a potion belt piece of armor? (laughs) Like a a, a legendary... I mean,
0: I don't know. I'm only saying potion because that's how it works in in Dark Souls. Sure. But, like, there will definitely be some cards that will, like, clean them off to, like, reduce... Moss or sure. whatever, like yeah, in yeah, Dark yeah. Souls. Yeah. Where it's like preventing boluses. Mm. You eat something and you poison and prevention. Ooh, what if there's some on hits like Incense rank- that are little like, you
1: know, potions or whatever. What if there's on hits that are like until the end of your next turn, this player cannot give you tokens or on hits or something? Yeah. I Could think there's like-
0: going to be disease
1: mm-hmm. cures and hate. Um, hey, you know what's going to be good is Stamp Authority if this is really a super on hit based meta. Uh oh. Remember that card? yeah we have some
0: i don't remember what it says
1: uh it is a guardian aura for three that is blue and i think if when you play it if you have two cards in your pitch zone with plus three your hero gains plus one intellect this turn oh yeah and then also uh attack uh, on hit effects do not trigger when they hit or something it just like turns Mm. off on hits for the turn
0: oh yeah (laughs) yeah that is pretty crazy it's kind
1: of interesting yeah for this uh for this meta potentially
0: all right well i think that's all for today okay uh outsiders is going to be crazy I think the meta game is in an interesting place right now, but I don't think you need to worry about Pro Tour because everything's going to change as soon as outsiders is going to come. Yeah, I'm very curious to see.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens at the Calling Auckland. Also, I should just we should just mention the Calling Indianapolis had 491 players, which I think is pretty huge. almost 500 players. Yeah, for
0: just the Calling, it wasn't even. uh, It was at a Con. It wasn't even a flesh and blood event. Yeah. in toto
1: this and the battle hardened were the only big flesh and blood events at this convention and tons of people showed up for them i don't know what the numbers were last year at the calling indianapolis because there was one about a year ago i think but i bet they were like half this or something There's probably a lot less people yeah so very cool to see that this many people are coming out to play the game the
0: game's growing folks mm-hmm. it's getting bigger Mm-hmm. You better get in now if you're not watch if you're not in already that's true
1: yeah so prices are only going up.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the show this has been the banished Zone I'm Bryn, mm-hmm. and you can follow me on Twitter at banished Zone. uh you can follow Chris on Twitter at blue <laughs> blue plunder run do it
1: um I just got to hundred followers so thank you to my hundredth and uh, let's see if we can get me to 200. Perhaps.
0: let's let's get us both to five yeah sure i think that's fair parody
1: let's get mon to 1k and us both to 500 followers. <laughs> yeah exactly mon is going back um, up folks
0: yeah uh thanks for listening and uh you can listen to my other show about movies it's called generation loss um, you can go to the Discord now, where we hang out, and it's a lot of good time. Mm. Uh, you can order uh, box openings and box breaks and box battles uh-huh. in the Discord. Those are
1: happening when outside. Oh, they're out. happening that, oh, that's now. Be very We're exciting. we're battling, baby. Oh yeah, we're gonna have all um, these microphones and have a fancy have a night in the town at the at the LGS. Oh yeah, streaming. That'll be fun.
0: Um, yeah. So until next time, you are banished. You're banished.